It's your host, Jen Collings, and together we're going to kick your inner critic right in the face. Welcome to the Believe Your Truth podcast, where each episode will learn how to step out of your fears so you can live your truth all by just believing in yourself. It really is all about mindset, so let's get started. Hey, beautiful believers, let's talk about self-love, self-care, and taking time for you. It's all in this episode of Believe Your Truth. I am sure that whether you're on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, you have seen over and over again posts about self-love and self-care. And I myself am a very big advocate In the last episode, we talked about leaving yourself love notes and saying it so you start to believe it. That's part of self-love. And self-care, you know, we can look at things on the surface and then we can dig deeper, which we will do in a moment. So let me share with you some of the things that I do for self-love and self-care. Every three to four weeks, I go and I get my nails done. Why do I do this? It gives me 45 minutes to myself, where I don't have to be a mom, I don't have to be a wife, and if I don't feel like it, I don't have to be Jen. I don't need to smile. I don't need to talk. I can just sit there and let someone pamper me. Now, when I walk out of the nail salon, I'm smiling because my hands, my nails look great. You see, I think my hands really show my age, and with my nails done, I think that they look a little younger. And if you've ever seen me speak, I talk a lot with my hands. So if my nails look better, my hands look better, I feel better. I have a little bit more confidence. And I know it sounds funny, but it's just something that I can do for myself on the outer where I feel better about myself. And you can do the same. You can get your nails done. You can go get a massage. You can maybe start working out at the gym again. Maybe you used to play tennis and you haven't picked up a racket in years. So go pick up the racket and go play. Take an hour out of the week for yourself so you can create self-care and self-love and do something that makes you happy. But let's dig even deeper. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see a lot of my posts that have hashtag self-care, self-love. I'd like to talk about some of the things that you can do to create this on a daily basis. And a lot of them are habits. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in another episode. But habits are huge. Habits are huge for happiness and success and self-love and self-care. How'd you know? You knew I was going to say that, didn't you, right? <laughs> so let's dig a little bit deeper and talk about some of the things that I do and that you can incorporate into your life to provide yourself with some more love and more care to get you back into shape, to make you feel healthier, to make you feel more confident, more positive about yourself, and to, you know, kind of help that inner critic to stop. Because maybe when we're feeling a little overweight, the inner critic talks to us and says, oh, you know what? You can't go and do that exercise. Why are you going to go into the gym? Are you kidding me? Or maybe if you want to start wearing, um, I don't know, different types of shoes, your inner critic says, oh, you haven't worn heels in ages, girlfriend. What are you thinking? You're going to kill your legs. Well, guess what? This is all going back to stopping the inner critic, 
making it your cheerleader, and loving yourself a little bit more. Let's go to an even deeper level. We talked about the surface, getting your nails done, going to work out, going to play tennis, but let's take it a step further. Let's talk about what you can do to get yourself up in the morning and to spend some time with yourself, to cleanse your mind, to focus your energies. So it's a lot easier than it sounds, and a lot of people say, start getting up earlier. For me, that was hard. So if you like your sleep, which let's face it, and we'll talk about that even for a second here, sleep is really important. You need to get good sleep so your body rests and recharges for the next day. And I know better than anybody because I have a four-year-old who has not slept through the night one day of her life yet. She's up two to three to four to five times throughout the night. And for me, who love, I love sleep, guys. I, oh gosh, if I could sleep for like two days, I'd be so happy. But I'm a mom and, you know, I have a full-time job and I have my side hustle and I have two little girls, one who doesn't sleep. So sleep is like a gift. And if you can sleep, great. But here's the thing. I knew that I had to start doing something for me. I knew I had to get a little bit of gen time. I knew I needed a little bit of time for me and my husband. So I decided I had to get up earlier. And I did this very easily. You start in five-minute increments. For a couple of days, you wake up five minutes earlier. Then you wake up 10 minutes earlier, 15, 20, and so on and so forth. I'm up to 30 minutes earlier than normal, which is great. But yes, I do have setbacks. If Lily gets up multiple times throughout the night then I tend to kind of hit the snooze button, which is really bad because I've noticed that if I don't get up and I do my my routine, my daily habit that I've started to create for myself, then man, do I feel it for the rest of the day. It's like I just can't seem to wake up and I can't get into the rhythm of everything that I need to do. And I'm foggy. So I notice this and I try really hard to make sure that I get up when the alarm goes off. I seem to be okay if I hit the snooze button once, but if I hit it more than once, oh, I'm screwed for the rest of the day. Forget it. I'm totally off. So really try just to start. Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Do it slowly. Just get yourself accustomed to getting up and giving yourself a little bit of time. Or if nighttime's better, you know, just stay up a little bit longer and do a couple things that maybe you think might help you. But for me, it's the morning because I get up, And I drink water with lemon right away. And then I go and I do my yoga. And yoga is cleansing for me because it allows me to breathe and focus and center back. And I set my intentions for the day. It just gives me a good foundation to start my morning off. And then when I'm done, I go and I make celery juice for my husband and I. And we drink our celery juice together. And by then, the kids are usually waking up. And they're hanging out on the couch, just chilling out. So it's nice and it's quiet to start with. And then I'm able to go on about my day, feeling a little bit better, feeling completely centered and in touch with myself, knowing exactly what I want from the day ahead. And 
I'm able to become mom. I'm able to become Jen. I get the kids dressed and off to work I go. So if you can start doing this for yourself, just slow little baby steps. Everything that we're going to talk about in this podcast is baby steps. I don't expect this to happen overnight for you because it definitely didn't for me. It took me 40, whew, 43 years to get to the point where I'm at now. And it will take some time for you. But the thing is, is that you have to want it. You have to want it. And then you have to take action steps towards creating that self-love, that self-care, you know, eating better, putting better things into your body, meditating so you can focus and you can center your mind and you can get back in touch with your core, maybe through yoga or whatever it is, because we are all different. I'm not telling you that my routine is going to work for you because I'm not you. You know, we're different and different things make us happy. But this is what works for me, creating these particular habits in my morning. And, you know, you have to just figure out what will work for you. And a little bit further into it, um, kind of a touchy subject for some people, but mental health awareness. I am a big, big advocate of therapy. And you know, if you love yourself enough, if you care about yourself enough, you have a therapist. Look, I've been through some really crappy times in my life, which we'll talk about, but I wasn't afraid to go get help. I wasn't afraid to have my therapist's number on speed dial. I wasn't afraid to say I was going to a therapist because there are some things in life that we just need to sit down with somebody who is outside of our circle, somebody who's not going to judge us, judge us, somebody who's not going to laugh when we talk about it, somebody who's not going to tell us that we're just being silly. There's nothing wrong with it. And don't be ashamed, you know? I think that you show your strength when you are honest enough to say that you're going to therapy. And it could be something small. It could be something small like... I've been offered a new job, but I'm really stressing out about it, and I just need to work through it with somebody. It could be big like, like me. I was going through a divorce, and I needed just to figure out my emotions and my thoughts and just, just breathe through it all because I couldn't handle my emotions. I couldn't handle the anger and the sadness, and I was dealing with road rage, and I was just all of this stuff, the depression that hit me. And you know, it helped. It helped me get through some really dark, dark times in my life. But if you don't need a therapist, that's fine. You know, you need to make sure though that you surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up. I call it my truth clan. You know, those few people who I know won't judge me. They won't laugh at me. They won't mock me. They won't talk about me behind my back. But instead, they will challenge me to be my best. They will give me uh, tips on how they've gotten through situations. They will raise me up. They will say, you know what, Jen? I know you're going through a crappy time. Let's go out for lunch. Or they'll come and surprise me at work and take me out for a cup of coffee. Those are the type of people that you want to surround yourself with. And we'll talk about that further down the line in another episode. But you need to really, really think about yourself and love yourself enough that you surround yourself with the right people. These are just some tips. Again, 
They worked for me. They may not work for you, but I just want to open your your mind and help you create self-love and self-care in your life so that you can be first and foremost and don't be afraid to be selfish. Put yourself in the spotlight once in a while. Take care of yourself. Love yourself because in order for you to make anybody else happy, you do have to be happy yourself. And I want you to always believe your truth. Until next time, we'll see you soon. I'd like to thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Believe Your Truth podcast with your host, Jen Collings. That's me. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, I'll tell you the easiest way through my website at jencollings.com, J-E-N-C-O-L-L-I-N-G-S.com. And while you're there, please sign up for my blog. It's just a little bit of more inspiration that I send to you to help you along this journey of believing your truth, believing in yourself, letting you know that we're all in this together and we can all lift each other up. So come on over and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys, and always believe your truth. Bye for now.